Hello, I'm Janet Davis, and welcome to Food Plus Freedom Podcast. Today is January 30th, 2024, episode 17. Are you preparing for food freedom or food fear? It's not the same thing, and we will discuss why. Remember, Food Plus Freedom is a solution-based podcast and website for freedom-loving people just like you, where you get solutions about food, supplies, and finding freedom for your family without always being dependent on big government, big business, or big agriculture. As a reminder, February is going to be chicken month. No, this doesn't mean everything is going to be about chickens. And no, it doesn't mean everything's going to go to the birds. It just means in February, we'll be kicking off a bunch of information that has to do with raising chickens, eating chickens, grilling chickens, cooking chickens, feeding chickens, plus a lot of other stuff. It's important information for anybody who wants to have clean meat or who wants to buy chickens from somebody else who is raising them without big biz and big gov and big ag all intertwined. We'll have some videos, we'll have some recipes, we'll have articles. We'll also have a lot of other information. Make sure if you're interested in chickens that you connect with us so that you will be in the loop. Anyhow, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. We should be on all podcast platforms now. If you can't find us, please email us and let us know. Please visit our website at foodplusfreedom.com for more podcasts, podcast show notes, articles, and soon, very soon, videos. Plus, sign up for our free newsletter that goes out every Tuesday to keep you in the loop. Social media, Twitter, Truth, Social, Rumble, Podbean, foodplusfreedom.podbean.com, Telegram, food underscore plus underscore freedom. Don't forget to stay till the end of the show for the quick tip of the episode. Now, on with the show. Episode 17, are you preparing for food freedom or food fear? And no, it's not the same thing. Both food freedom and food fear are a mindset. It's where you start. Food freedom starts with a desire to be prepared on a daily basis. Food fear is a reaction to something that is happening to you. Food freedom allows you to plan out what you want to eat or what you need for supplies. You decide how much you want to store for yourself at any one time. Are your supplies and food for a week, a month, a year, etc.? You're in charge because you have a plan and a follow through. You plan what you need. You plan on how you're going to get your food or supplies. And you plan on how you're going to stock it. Stocking food and supplies is a proactive activity. You can't just sit around hoping it will happen. No, you need a plan and you need to work that plan as well. Different ways people can obtain inexpensive yet clean food is through auctions, buying in bulk, wholesale, growing your own, or bartering. Back in the day, people used to do something called gleaning. After the farmer was finished with the harvest, the farmer would invite people to glean or go through the fields and pick what was left. 
It helped the farmer clean up, help people gain food, and cut back on waste. I'm not sure if this exists anymore, but the easiest way to find out is to, well, go ask a farmer. There might be a small charge, but it would definitely be worth it. People who gleaned did so knowing this would be a source of their food because it was a choice. Food freedom is a choice. Food fear is the opposite of freedom. It's a reaction, not a decision. Food fear makes you grab supplies or food if it makes sense or not. And many times it is triggered because other people are doing something and you think, oh, I better do this too. I'm sure most of you remember during the pandemic when people were running to the store hoarding toilet paper. There were fights in the stores over toilet paper. I'm not making fun of it. Toilet paper is an important supply and you can't grow it. But can you imagine the conversation? Hurry, honey, get to the store and grab every roll of toilet paper you can in the cart and don't let anybody get in your way. I'm thinking, you know, there's an emergency and unless you have a bunch of food already stored, you're not going to need that toilet paper. Food freedom and food fear starts in your mind. For instance, you know you're going to be gone for a meal, so you pack food or a snack. You're planning so you don't have to worry about not having food. Versus food fear, you're out and about during a meal and start to feel like you need food or you're getting lightheaded or worse, your kids are yelling, they are starving. Since there's no planning, you're stopping at the closest, fastest food place you can find. Your lack of planning has made it so you're eating crap food and will probably pay for it later. Yes, this happens to the best of us where we've stayed out longer than we thought and didn't have food. However, if you have a food fear mentality, you'll stop anywhere. If you have a food freedom mentality, you will not panic, but evaluate the situation and either get home or find food from someplace that is clean and non-toxic. Maybe you'll stop at a restaurant that is known for clean food or organic or stop at the grocery store and pick up a couple treats for you and the kids that is organic and clean. Again, this all starts with your mindset. If you haven't figured it out yet, the main difference in the mindset of food freedom and food fear is planning and panicking. How well do you think in panic mode? In panic mode, you're not thinking your best and you might not be thinking at all. You're just reacting. You're panicking. Maybe you're having an anxiety attack and most likely you are creating an altercation with at least yourself, if not someone else. Why? Because you are panicking and reacting, not thinking and evaluating. Food fear is a quick fix for now or for a bit of a moment. And I'm sure everyone knows at least one person who freaked out when the grocery store shelves were empty or had limits to what you could buy. But as soon as the shelves became full again, they figured the fear was over and forgot about the situation. They learned nothing. So they still have food and supply fear. Hopefully you've learned from the past few years and are working on your food and supplied freedom mindset. 
How do you get yourself to a food freedom mindset? Simply, by working on it every day. Plan for your food for a week, expand it to a month, six months, then a year or more. Be mindful of what your family eats and doesn't eat. It makes no sense to stock foods and supplies that your family doesn't use, doesn't eat. Be aware of sales and pick up extra items when they're on sale. Look into what is available local and what time of year items are available. When are your farmer's markets? Where are they? Learn how to stock up through freezing, canning, dehydrating, freeze drying, fermenting, etc. There are plenty of books and videos available online to be able to learn almost anything you want. Plus, if you talk to like-minded people, you will find others who will be willing to help you. And don't forget to go to our website, foodplusfreedom.com and listen to our videos, our podcasts, and read our articles for information as well. Plus, you can email us questions at support at foodplusfreedom.com and we will answer you. It's very important. Everybody helps each other so that we can all have more food freedom for everybody. If today is the first day of your food freedom, congratulations. You have to start someplace. Why not it be today? You're going to move forward and you're going to learn lots and lots of things. You might even get sidetracked a time or two or a hundred, but that's okay too. Food freedom is a process of learning, growing, and moving forward for a solution for all times, not just for a solution for immediate times. And you can do it. So if you're just starting, you might be thinking, where do I start? Or if you have been starting, you might be thinking, where do I go now? If you're just starting, food freedom may seem very overwhelming to you. But I have a very simple answer for you. If you've been looking for food freedom for a month, a day, a week, or you've been doing it for 30 years, start right where you're at right this second. And what I mean by that is sit down and evaluate where you are. If you're running to the store four times a week because you don't have meals, stop doing it. Figure out how to plan for meals so you're only going to the store once a week and then bump it to once a, every two weeks or once a month or plan it so that it's when you're coming home from work so you're not running back out again. Make it so that you're making a change in one place. If you've been working on food freedom and you're pretty far into it, or maybe you're not, do the exact same thing. Evaluate what you're doing. Basically, what everybody needs to do, and we do this every single year, we say, where are we right now? Where do we want to be at the end of the year, the end of two or three years? And that can change drastically on your family size, your age, and where you're going in life as well. It's not necessarily an age situation, but it could be, or a financial situation, but it could be that as well. 
you have to be honest with yourself and say things like, I want to grow my food or I don't want to grow my food, but I want someone else who's going to grow it like I would want to grow it, which is fine too. There's enough people who want to grow food and would grow more food if they also had others paying them to grow. And then it's a win-win for everybody. Maybe you want to travel a little bit more. Maybe you want to be a homebody a little bit more. Whatever you want to do, evaluate it and then make those changes for your food freedom. I should warn you about a few downsizes to having a food freedom mentality. One, friends, relatives, and coworkers will not understand where you're coming from. They may even make fun of you. Brush them off because you're working on food freedom for life, not for a moment. And as much as I don't want you to have a situation, you will be set if there is one. When we had storms and lost power one year, we didn't worry about not being able to drive down the mountain to get any supplies. We had small kids. The weather was terrible. The roads were closed. The stores were closed. But we were safe. Our neighbors and us bound together to help each other through the week. It wasn't planned for, but by having food and supplies, we had planned for it without even realizing it. Another downside is what people might say to you. Things like, what are you doing? Waiting for the apocalypse? Or maybe the end of time? And you just want to smile at them and go, you have no idea. But in reality, by having food freedom and by having your food stored and having supplies store, you're going to alleviate issues if you lose a job. You don't have as many hours if there aren't supplies on the shelves. And these are all things we have seen in the last few years. And three, you'll get people telling you that it doesn't matter what you eat. Anyhow, just go buy things at the store, but you know better. These are the same people who will complain to you about the cost of food, the junk that's in it, and how they really don't feel very good. So the next time someone makes fun of you, tell them, yep, I'm just preparing for the apocalypse just to see the reaction. Or better yet, just smile, pat your stomach and walk away. Work on your food freedom mindset and don't worry if others have a food fear because you don't. Thank you for listening to Food Plus Freedom podcasts. Please visit our website at foodplusfreedom.com and sign up for our newsletter to never miss an episode. Now hang tight for the tip of the day. Do you know the best way to tell if your eggs are good or not? Float them. Yep, you heard me. Float them. Fill your sink up with water, make it cold water, put your eggs inside of it. If they all sink, make sure you have enough water over the top of them. They're good. If they float completely, they're definitely bad. If one side comes up, they could either be bad or they could be old. So why would you want to float your eggs? Well, if you're buying eggs from the store, you don't know how old they really are. 
Or if you have your own flock and happen to find a bunch of unaccounted for eggs, but you don't want to toss them out. Maybe you found a bunch of eggs in your refrigerator and you're not sure how old they are, when they were bought, or even if they're good. So the next time you're not too sure about your eggs, just put them in water and float them. Or better yet, hopefully you're going to be sinking them. Now you know. This is Janet Davis from Food Plus Freedom. Subscribe to our podcast and visit our website so you never miss a thing. Remember, whoever owns your food owns you. Grow food, eat local, gain freedom. We'll talk to you on Friday. Have a great week. <music>